Hey, it's your boy Zenji. <laughs> Apparently, that's my name now. I this is a story from a from a while ago. Probably, you know, it's probably about half a year ago, sometime around there. I was going to the gym, and I I was getting done with my workout. I was leaving because when you when I do a workout. You do the actual stuff. And then apparently I read some stuff that going into the sauna was good for you. And it's like, oh, okay, let's go to the sauna. Get out. I'm sweaty. I look like a red monster. <laughs> and I'm walking out. And as I'm walking, I hear someone, hey, Zenji. I'm like, hmm. Zenji, that's a weird name. But I keep walking out. It's like, hey, Zenji. And I don't, th it's like, who is talking to me? Is that is that supposed to be Sergey? And I turn around. And it's this girl from school that I know. I won't say her name, but she at at least at the time worked at the gym. I didn't know this when she said so. I just turn around, and she's like, "Hey, Zenji," and I'm like, "Uh, Zenji? What do you, what do you mean?" It's like your name is Zenji, right? And it's like, "No, <laughs> my name is Sergey," and she goes. That's what I said, Zenji. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, and I spelled it out for her. It's like S E R G E Y, Sergey. She goes, I said Zenji. I thought she was messing with me. And then what I noticed at the time was, hold on, she's not dressed to go to the gym. I'm like, no one dresses in a sweatshirt and jeans and Converse to go to the gym. I'm like, hold on, wait, wait. I'm confused, and I go, do you work here? And she goes, oh, yeah. And I go, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And she goes, you come here every other day, right? And that's when I start to get freaked out, ladies and gentlemen, because, listen, tell me that isn't scary. You go to the gym, and, so and someone who works at the gym not only mispronounces your name, because whoever it was noticed me going there enough to know my schedule, but didn't know me enough to know what my actual name was. Like this chick, she's there, and she's like, oh, I know that he goes every other day, but I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think his name is Zenji. If, listen, I, I'm i gonna go out on a limb and say that she doesn't listen. That's my, that's my number one guess, and I don't think she does. But if she is, you gave me quite the startle back then. Anyway, welcome to the Sound of Sergey, episode six. Boy, do I have a lot to talk about. First thing, last night I had quite a strange dream. Talk about a endless. I don't know what it was. I don't usually dream much, but lately I have been dreaming, and it's, they're real weird dreams. Like I dream a lot. Like. Last week, I had a dream that, like, someone sent me a link. Like, I was texting some someone, and someone sent me a link. And the link was, like, to some website that, like, hacks you once you click on the link. I'm like, oh, okay. This person got hacked. But, no, the, the person actually was... Per she purposely sent the link in my DMs. And I clicked on it, and it almost made me get hacked. The whole thing of the dream was... She sent that to me so I would get hacked. So I would somehow have to go to her to get my phone unhacked. 
So, I mean, if you can tell me what that means, good luck. I don't, they say you dream in metaphors. I think that's a bunch of crap. Because, I mean, like, what? tell me what that dream means. I don't know. But I had a dream last night. It was, so, last year when I was a sophomore, I tried out for something called Allstate for choir, which is basically the entirety of the state comes together to, to like, one conference, like, convention center. And it's like the bet you have to audition. It's the best of all in the state from all the high schools. And you go, you audition, then you get in or you don't. I got in, which was really, I got in because no basses tried out. And if you can hear by my low, deep voice, I'm a bass. And apparently, from what I understand, they had a big shortage of basses that year. So... Basically, if you were base and you tried out, you got in. Like, there was no question. I tried out. So, it's in Louisville at a convention center. Don't ask me what it is because I, I didn't pay attention that much. But, um, it's at, you stay at a place called the Hyatt Regency. So, I so I know for sure that this is where I got the basis for it. So, in this dream, I'm going on a field trip where you stay in a hotel, and the hotel was the Hyatt Regency, but this was not a choir. This was actually just the whole school went on it, all of the seniors. We show up. So on the bus, it's it's actually four of my friends. One is an ex, but don't tell her. Um, There's my friend. I promise not to say anyone's name on here. Let's call him Matt. There's another dude named, let's call him Colin. And there's two sisters. One, let's call her, um, I don't know. Uh, who? Christanthina. So Christanthina, who is a friend of mine in real life. And Christanthina has a sister named, uh, <laughs> No, I can't use that. Because uh, that's like way on the nose for her actual name. So, Christanthina's sister, her name is, um, Christanthina's sister's name is Candestine. That's, that's, that's what we're gonna go with. So, on the bus, at least that I remember, there's me, Matt, Colin, Christan, Christanthine, Christanthine, and Clandestine. So... We check into our rooms at the Hyatt Regency. By the way, if you've never been to the Hyatt Regency in Louisville, it's a beautiful place. It's got like a a, a shaft-like appearance that was not the best choice of words. It's it's it, but it actually pretty much is. It's like a giant tube. It's like when you see in the prison movies where the prison is like there's a giant island of nothingness where you where it would drop down and on the perimeter of the building that's where the rooms are and that's how it is in the actual higher regency we check in obviously guys with guys everything all the rules that they put in place so they don't get sued for whatever um well no those rules are there for good reason don't don't get me wrong we get settled in our rooms i'm with matt and colin but we hear a scream from the next room, which is where Chris, Christanthine and 
clandestine our our act. So we rush out and we knock on the doors and they open it and they're like and the first words they say are Dracula's here. <laughs> so this has officially become a dream about Dracula. This dream then goes from a school field trip dream to a vampire hunter dream where me, Colin, Matt, Christenthine, and Clandestine are all, um, we're looking for Dracula. So we start hunting, but also in this dream, I think, I don't know, I don't, I forgot if I mentioned this, but me and Clandestine, in real life, used to be a, a, a thing, just, just, just a teeny thing, just a teeny tiny thing. And if Clandestine is listening, or Christanthine is listening, um, please don't say anything. <laughs> Me and Clandestine in real life used to be uh, a low-key item. So in this dream, it was no different. Basically, what if whenever you'd see a Scooby-Doo cartoon in front of me, he's like, Alright gang, let's split up and search for clues. Velma, you go down to the basement. Shaggy and Scoob go down to the buffet where the ghost is. And me and Daphne will search the bedroom. Like, have you ever seen that meme where it's Carlton Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? His face is posted onto a picture of Fred Jones. And it's like, let's split up, gang. Me and Daphne will search the bedroom. I'm like, alright, alright. So, we all split up to search for Dracula to kill him. I get split up with Clandestine. They're like, Sergey, you and clandestine search the upper deck halls or whatever. The upper, the, this place. And so we eventually like, we, me and clandestine, we know what's going on. Me and clandestine, we, we're like searching. It's like, oh, let's search this hotel room, which is coincidentally mine. <laughs> um, this is the, this is the strangest story I've ever told on the podcast. It probably will be for a long time, too. Me and Clandestine go into the hotel room, and we start making out. Which, for some reason, with the door open, which is strange. I guess, like, in my dream, my thought was, oh, you're not supposed to, like, males and females can't be in the hotel room on a school field trip. But if the door is open, then it's okay, right? And it's like, no, that's stupid. You're wrong. We start making out. And, but all of a sudden, Colin, either Colin or Matt, comes rushing in, opens the door, and he's like, guys, we need your help. We've got a lead on Dracula. And I was like, oh, okay. And also, at this point in the dream, I'm reminded, oh, yeah, we're looking for Dracula. <laughs> he comes rushing in, tells us that. But also, he comes rushing in just in enough time for, like, me and clandestine to stop making out, which is somehow he doesn't know. It couldn't be more clear if... If we had a flashing neon sign being like, guess what we just did? It could not be more clear. So we're like, oh, we're glad I didn't find out. And it's like, we walk out. We start hunting for Dracula again. Then Matt tells us, all right, we're going to split up. And we're like, okay. We search the upper deck. <laughs> no. Um, but is that a new, can that be a new euphemism? <laughs> Searching the upper deck is a euphemism for, uh, you know, 
going off into the hotel room. Me and clandestine go into the hotel room again, and we're like, all right, we're having a good time. And then, this time we didn't get interrupted, but I'll tell you what happened. We're making out, and it's like all romantic and everything. It's like stuff you'd see in like a Disney movie, which I hate, which is dumb. All right, so I'm making out with clandestine. And all of a sudden, things get steamy. We're making out, and then all of a sudden, I bite her neck. And I wake up from the dream into reality. I'm like, what was that dream, and why did I bite this person? And I was like, that was a weird dream. And what I realized was in the context, we were hunting for Dracula, and I wake up from the dream like, why did I just bite this girl? And I realized, oh my gosh, I am Dracula. The whole time, this is the dumbest dream I may have ever had. The whole time, we were hunting for me as Dracula. I'm sure a lot of you probably just tapped out at the story I just told, which is not an actual story, it's a dream. But that that's dreams for you, they're weird. I don't know what's going on, it's like, like DMT is apparently released, which is like, you get DMT when you die, when you take mushrooms, and apparently the theory is DMT is released when you dream, and that's why everything's so weird, because it's like getting high on mushrooms. It's like, it's like, well, that explains a lot, but I don't know, I have weird dreams that come true later on, like I'll, like I'll have a dream where I'm like, like washing my hands, and I'm looking at my phone watching like a cooking video, how to make uh, a hot dog or something. It's like, oh, that was a weird dream. Like two months later, I'll be in the bathroom washing my hands, watching like Binging with Babish, how to make a hot dog from UHF with Weird Al. And it's like, whoa, where did that come from? I know what this is, which I guess is what deja vu is. And then it's like deja vu is from past, when, when you were reincarnated, you, these are memories from the past. And it's like, any memory that happened before 2003, which was when I was born, most certainly did not have an iPhone in it. As y'all know, I've been watching Law & Order SVU, because it's the dumbest show ever, and I love it. It's, it's, it's magnificent. It's sublime how terrible the show is. And I started at like season 6 or 7, like two weeks ago, and now I'm literally up to season 10. I binged watched half of it in one day yesterday my favorite part of law and order is when it's so clear that these writers do not understand how real life works because here's what'll happen this is an actual episode of law and order i remember it's season nine episode eight or ten or something it's it's like the episode is called fight and it's about like these UFC fighters who end up killing this girl on like a one night stand. And it's like, oh, okay, all well and good. You know, that happens. The episode is one of the suspects is a guy who is fighting the UFC right then. Like there's a fight going on as they investigate him. 
So Elliot said, was like, let's pay him a little visit in the octagon. He, they drive down there. Elliot Stable and Ice Cube go walking down the aisle in, and it's like, boom, boom, Madison Square Garden, UFC fight number whatever. They open the door. It's like, pooh, flash the badges, like part the crowd. It's like, out of my way. Flash the badges. Walk down. Walk up to the octagon in the middle of an official UFC fight in Madison Square Garden. Flash their badge, open up the cage to the octagon, open the door, and in the, like, as they're, like, pawn, as these two dudes are pawing at each other in a UFC fight, the detectives go in, put handcuffs on the guy, and is like, I think you'll have, you'll have fun in, like, a different cage, meaning prison. It's, like, the dumbest pun they could have made. Put cuffs on him, and is like, Burr, 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 you're under arrest for burr, 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 and let's take you in for questioning in the middle of a UFC fight it's like confetti everywhere th- hordes of thousands of people cheering on these these fighters in the UFC they just walk in flash the badge and just yank him out and it's like I don't, I don't listen I don't think that's what happens in real life I'm almost certain that you can't just walk into the octagon unannounced and be like Oh, well, I have my badge, so it's okay. Nah, you can't do that. Uh, some of the arrests they make need to be in television history for some of the most hilariously ridiculous things I've ever seen. Yes, that was my stomach. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about my stomach growled loudly. They need to be in history for some of the most ridiculous arrests made in the history of cop television. There is a scene wherein there's a rapper. His name is like Gots It, G-O-T-S space I-T. He's in literally in the middle of the recording booth in a studio and he's suspected of like killing this girl. He's literally got his headphones on yelling rap lyrics into the into the microphone like you can see him they walk in and the dude behind the glass mixing everything is like whoa what's going on they flash the badge yank open the door and as they're arresting this guy in cuffs he's like yo this is my best this is my best um take yet and as he's being dragged away He's still rapping, like, in the direction of the microphone as they're dragging him out of there. It's like one of the most ridiculous... And the thing about whoever writes Law & Order clearly doesn't know how, like, the mob or gangs work. Because I've seen several episodes of SVU where they're like, Oh, this is just, um... Oh, this girl was killed. We've connected it to a mob slain. And so they think that, oh, let's just go to the guy who killed it. Oh... We arrested him, got him on that charge. Oh, that mob gang is dissolved now. It's like, have you ever seen Godfather? It's like, that's not how that works. The Godfather is real life. SVU is like a, a Barbie doll sitting in like a cereal bowl of water saying that this is a hot tub. That's what Law & Order SVU is. But, but like number two for the best times on Law & Order SVU ever, ever is when they're... Because Law & Order, just all the time, in all the spinoffs, 
Criminal Intent, the original Law and Order, SVU, all of it. They all want to do like these hot takes where it's controversial topics at, at the time in like 2006. But what was a hot take, a controversial topic in 2006 is not a controversial topic in 2020. So there's a lot of outdated science and there are, between seasons 6 and 10 where I've watched, there are at least 10 episodes that I can name where the whole message and moral of the story in those episodes is sex addiction ain't real, pornography addiction ain't real, these are just perverts waiting to rape people. It's like, those episodes don't age well. It's ridiculous. It really is. It's it's sublime how dumb that show is. And I love every minute of it. It's, it's my favorite dumb show, officially. I just... I just watched an episode in season 10 where they... There's this, like, four-year-old girl named Rosie. There's a four-year-old girl named Rosie. She gets kidnapped. No one knows who it is because... The babysitter was in charge of her, and she got knocked out by whoever kidnapped her. And they trace Rosie back to her paternal father, because she's living with her stepfather now. And the mother tells the police, Oh, I I know for sure that it's her actual father, her biological father, because... He was real angry. He ends up not being involved, and he actually helps the investigation. But they go to him first, and they go, he's violating his probation by, um, he's violating his probation basically because he was ordered to only have the, like, a job at these certain places, and he goes off and works at, like, a a sex shop or something. Which he's not allowed to do because it's off the books. So he goes, he's on mop duty. And they walk back there and they find the dude. Like, hold on. uh, Hold it right there. Don't move. You're under arrest. In defense, while while Ice-T and Christopher Maloney have guns pointed at his face, his line of defense is he takes the mop and just throws it. Takes them up and throws it, not at them, not to trip them, just tosses it up in the air. And he goes, zip, like in a cartoon, just runs away. I only have about five minutes left on the podcast, and I'd like to take this to, to say a public service announcement. And that I'm very, very, very proud of myself. I'm proud of myself for one reason. And it's not because I binge-watched all of season 10, because that's not something I'm proud of. No one should be proud of binge-watching an entire season of a show in two days. D- don't be, if you do that, don't be proud. But I'm proud of myself for this reason. I think I've gotten back at people in general. Here's what I mean by that. Here's how... Lame I am. <laughs> there was a girl that I'm that I was texting a couple days ago. Let's just say I was talking to her. And by talking, I mean talking. I mean <laughs> I mean searching the upper deck hallway. And she goes, 
don't ask how we got to this, but she goes, you have a, do you have a shirtless picture of you? And I go, I can take one. And she goes, okay, take one. I go, and I, and I actually do take it. And I, I take it and I text her, I've taken it. Because at this point, I have a plan. And my plan is this. This girl, who I'm not going to name, is like, oh, I want to see a shirtless picture of you. And I'm going to, and in my mind, I have this grandiose idea. Because in my dumb Russian brain, I'm like, I'm going to get back. At, <laughs> I'm going to give the female gender a taste of their own medicine. <laughs> Which is the dumbest thing I may have ever thought. So I go, yes, I've taken it. And I actually did. But here's what I did. I took a shirtless photo of me. And I basically cropped in on like my shoulder. But when I say cropped in, I don't mean like I zoomed in. Like you could see the shoulder and some of the chest. No, it was literally... A wall that was behind me and there's a small sliver that is my skin and in my mind I'm like this is gonna sh this is gonna show her and I go yeah I will send it to you and she goes oh thanks I'm excited for it I'm like okay and then before I hit send I go you know what no, I'm not going to send it. I'm not feeling it. I, I forgot what I said, but I go, you know what? No, you don't deserve it. Like along the lines of that. She goes, Ugh, rude. Those are the exact words. And I tell her, listen, I'm just not feeling it tonight. Because in my mind, this is my plan is epic. My, my plan is like the Joker's plan in the dark night. I am executing this to a T. I was like, I'll show her what what women do to men, which is the dumbest thing. It's so stupid. I go, okay, okay, okay. I'll send the picture. She goes, finally, thank you. And I send her the crop of the shoulder. And she goes, you know what? I'm done. And I'm like, good. <laughs> anyway. This green tea is great. <clears throat> Here's the thing, though. What I did then was stupid. <laughs> There's no doubt. And I was way in over my head, and I thought I was being way more cool. But in a way, I agree with myself. Really? Really? Imagine that? You agree with your... Oh, what, what a surprise there, Sergey. What a surprise there, Zenji. No, but I really do. I agree with myself on that one. Because everyone's like, oh, it's a man's world. And for 90% of the time, it is. But when you, but like, is it always though? Because when I think about it, what I did in that conversation had some basis in reality. Because think of all the times where females will like screw over men beyond compare and imagine if you even did something a sliver 
of how bad that was. As a guy to a female, it would be on Na- it would be on ABC Today in five minutes. They'd be making a lifetime. Maybe they'd be pulling off the headlines for a Law and Order SVU episode. That's what they'd do. Like I was listening to the radio while I was driving the other day, and the song that came on was the song by Carrie whoever Carrie Underwear. I don't know what her name is. Carrie. I don't know. She played the the Jewish lady in that dumb sound of music version that was on TV. It was apparently really bad. I didn't watch it because I have better things to do with my life. The song before he cheats, and it's all like, I took a key and I keyed his red truck and I burnt his home on the fire. And it's like, I want you to imagine if that if there was a song. You know, you know, I want you to imagine if a woman cheated on a man. And the man got angry and keyed the woman's car. He would be considered a national monster. There would be riots in the streets. Like the NFL would have to make a statement. There could be a terrorist attack in Siberia. And no one would care because this dude just... He he exercised his white privilege by... And it's like, have you listened to the song? If a guy did, listen to the song before he cheats. If a guy got cheated on by a girl and he even did something a fraction as bad as what she describes in that song, it'd be national news. You'd be reading about it in the paper. Like Philly D on YouTube would be making a video like... Demonized and it's like, what's up? And it's like, there, there's no excuse. Absolutely reprehensible actions. And I, the, 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 like, he'd get fired from his job. So before you start saying, oh, it's a man's will, half the time, yeah, it is. Half the time, no, it's not. Because here's the thing if there's ever anything I've learned from my long seasoned 17 years of life, <laughs> now, if there's something I've learned is that. For every guy thing, there's a female equivalent. And for every female thing, there's a guy. It's, it's, there's a lot less disparity in terms of what's actually happens than you'd think. Yeah, obviously in the workplace. Yeah. Women get sexually harassed way more than men. No question. But I've been sexually harassed by a woman. Actually, it was by a clandestine. (laughs) That's, that's a true story. Um, I have been sexually assaulted in the hallway of a school with security cameras in the middle of everyone. It's like, where was the equality then? But anyway, I'm done here. I've, I've gone on for way too long. I sound like a cranky old man, which I normally sound like, um... You've heard my dumb voice for long enough. Thank you very, 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 very much for listening to The Sound of Sergey, Episode 6. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for listening to it. I ran into a guy at the gym. I hadn't seen him in like forever. And he comes up to me. He taps me on the shoulder. He goes, hey, I love the podcast. That made my day. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and supporting me. It means a lot. I love it. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for listening, and I will see you 
in episode 7 of The Sound of Sergei next week.